none other than... Uh, actually, I don't know who this was a request from. Uh, but uh, whatever. It got in our rotation somehow. It must have been must have been a reason we wanted to play it. But I um, can't remember for the life of me who it is that requested it. All right. Um, oh, you know who it was? A fellow that I used to work with in, when I was in the event videography business. Early West. Ertley, I think was his name. And he was a musician. And uh, he ended up uh, performing... At a lot of the same places that uh, I would do videography, and this is certainly a uh, certainly a good choice. I think this was his. All right, eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. If you want to comment on anything we're talking about, but in the meantime, it's time for us to play. The other side of midnight presents. It's the thousand dollar minute. Answer 10 questions correctly in one minute, and you could win $1,000. Here's your host, Frank Murano. All right, let's say hello to Brandon in New Jersey. Hello there, Brandon. Hi, Frank. Pleasure. Uh, Brandon, uh, what, br- what brings you awake at this time of the day? I work overnight at UPS, so I'm just getting out of work. Oh, great. Okay. All right. Have you heard this segment before? Yes. Okay, so you know what to do, right? Yes, sir. All right. Let's get started. Name a television network. Uh, CBS. What playwright wrote Romeo and Juliet? Uh, William Shakespeare. What golfer has won the most PGA tournaments? Um, Shot in the Dark, Tiger Woods. Who is the president of China? Um, isn't it uh, Xi Jinping? Who is the only president of the United States to serve two non-consecutive terms? Oh, boy. Um... Same last name as a city. Uh... Oh, Grover Cleveland. What state does Bernie Sanders represent in the U.S. Senate? Um, um, I can't think of it. Is it New York or not? No, unfortunately not. He's from New York, and this state actually used to be part of New York before it separated. He represents Vermont, uh, Brandon. Okay. So I'm sorry you didn't win, but uh, yeah. you made it up to question six. I'm going to put you on hold. We're going to give you a consolation prize, okay? All right. Thank All right. you, Thanks, Brandon. Good luck uh, getting home safely after your UPS deliveries and everything. It can be a struggle being awake at this time. So uh, I like that guy, Brandon. There was something about him that kind of, you know what it was? He was on a good phone line. For me, you're on a good phone line. I don't have to struggle to hear you. It counts for a lot, right? It does make me like you more, I do have to say. All right, 800-848-9222 if you want to comment on anything we have talked about thus far. I do want to wish a happy birthday to uh, Meryl Rosner, who is one of our great listeners, an incredibly talented artist, and every year she makes uh, our artwork for the New Year's Eve Eve invitation. And uh, she's really just a nice lady, and uh, she did send me a list of birthday bumper music suggestions, and uh, I submitted them all to the powers that be, and unfortunately none of them got picked because of the radio deep state that uh, that we have going. So I'm sorry, hopefully... 
Some of them end up getting uh, picked tomorrow. I want to wish a happy birthday as well to actress Jerry Ryan. I believe she is in the new season of Picard, but I haven't seen it yet. She was in the first two seasons, and she was great. I mean, you talk about one of the most beautiful women of all time. It's Jerry Ryan. She also happens to be a very talented actress uh, as well. She, of course, probably best known for uh, playing Seven of Nine on Star Trek Voyager, but a lot of people blame her for Barack Obama becoming president. I'm not going to go that far, but some people do, uh, because her she had a very messy public divorce from Michael Ryan, who was the leading candidate for U.S. Senate from, from Illinois at that time as a Republican, and then he had to drop out of the race because of the revelations that came out about their divorce, and then obviously Barack Obama was able to almost walk into the office um, and beat Alan Keyes. And then, obviously, two years later, he was running for president. So, all right, 800-848-9222. I did want to mention that I finally, my wife and I yesterday, finally finished a film that we had started last Friday. That's the way our lives are now. We have so little time to do anything that um that it takes us three sittings to watch a movie and so we watched the fablemans which is nominated for a bunch of academy awards this year and it is it's nominated for seven academy awards including best picture best director best actress best supporting actor and it's a steven spielberg film and it's supposedly a semi-autobiographical story loosely based on uh, Steven Spielberg's adolescence. And you can kind of see it. Uh, you know, while it's never ideal, and my wife and I kind of agreed as we were comparing notes on the film last night, it's never ideal to watch this film in three parts. It was really good, especially given the uh, the fact that some of the other Oscar-nominated films that we've seen so far have been so depressing. So uh, I really do recommend it. It's essentially about—it takes place in the 50s and 60s, and you have a—it's a very good cast, a husband and wife, Michelle Williams and Paul Dano, and they have a friend named Seth Rogen— and then they have a family, and it, it's about the, this family going through regular difficulties, the father advancing career-wise, they have to move to Arizona, they have to move to California, the, the relationship has its its problems, I'm not going to get into any details, but um, it was re- it's really, in some ways, a very typical coming-of-age story, and like a lot of Spielberg movies, there's always these these issues of, that people have with their with their father. It was written by uh, not just Spielberg but Tony Kushner, one of the best known writers of all time, who did Angels in America and a bunch of other things. But I liked it. I think of all the other than Top Gun, which is still my favorite of all the Oscar nominated films uh, so far. I think this one is probably the one that I enjoyed the most. So I do recommend it. It's called The Fablemans. And I, we rented it twice for $6 a pop on uh, Apple TV. It was good. Um, funny at times, dramatic at times. I, I liked it. Uh, Steven Spielberg was on the Today Show last year talking about the Fablemans and the autobiographical nature of it. I'm a very private person. 
I would never ordinarily take anything like this public. But after my mom passed, um, and I really got to thinking about the sum total of our relationship, which was a great relationship, but it was also challenging. Yeah, we did Dad was greatest generation. He wanted for me to have a bedrock life, and he felt that being a movie director was a pipe dream. It was going to be like quicksand. Whereas my mom said, go for it. Just go for it, Steve. So um, I thought that was interesting. And then um, there was, you know, Judd Hirsch is very good. He plays the uncle in this. And there, I saw some complaints in one Jewish newspaper that I read that they thought this was too too much of a stereotypical Jewish performance. I didn't think so. I mean, I feel like I've known characters like the one that Judd Hirsch plays in the film. So CBS Sunday Morning did a profile on Judd Hirsch. He's 89, eight, excuse me, 87 years old. And he's great in this picture. And he's nominated for an Oscar. And they have to give it to him. He's got to win. He's got to win. How many more Oscar nominations is he going to have? And uh, he's terrific. So he was on CBS Sunday Morning talking about his performance in The Fablemans. So Steven Spielberg calls me up and says, um, uh, I need someone as this part of the guy who made me become a director. He said, it's an old uncle, great uncle. So I'm going, okay, no background, nothing, nothing, nothing. With a blank canvas, Hirsch thought back to his days growing up under the shadow of the Wonder Wheel. He's not gonna describe this guy, you know, and he expects that I'm gonna be like him. Okay, let me take my experience and stick it in there. The only one I had was and his experiences here as a boy helped him find Uncle Boris in the Fablements. To me, this was the circus around the corner. It really was a circus. The part they played in Fablements, I think, brought the whole thing out. And it was great. I did watch that, and that's our friend Ben Mankiewicz, who's been a guest on this show, who's terrific. And I enjoyed seeing Judd Hirsch go back to Coney Island and walk the boardwalk. I'm a big Coney Island fan. Uh, so it was nice to see that whole thing. But I'm giving a strong recommendation to the Fablemans. 15 seconds of fame in a moment. If you would like to be heard, 800-848-9222. That's 1-800-848-9222. This is The Other Side of Midnight. Straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight. Do you get sinus infections? Congestion, sinus pressure and pain, sinus headaches. You've gone to the doctor. You visited urgent care over and over again, and it's always the same thing. Oh, I know. Let's try antibiotics and some nasal sprays, but they just keep on coming back. You may suffer with chronic sinus infections, but the good news is relief is possible. How? A minimally invasive procedure done in the office of CTENT called balloon sinuplasty. Imagine the relief of not having to deal with your chronic sinus infections. Set an appointment today with CTENT in Greenwich and find out if balloon sinuplasty is the solution for you. Call 203-971-1750. 203-971-1750. That's 203-971-1750. 1750. Talk Radio 77 WABC. The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. 77 WABC. 
Absolutely, Andy B, the greatest. We miss him. Uh, unfortunately, taken from us uh, far too soon after his uh, battle with Parkinson's. All right, without further ado, it is time for you to be heard. The other side of midnight. This is 15 seconds of fame. Mike and Montclair. Good morning, Frank. George Washington and Martha were having a quiet dinner to discuss their upcoming marriage. And during a, a pause, he leaned in and asked her thoughts on sex. She hesitated and replied, I would like it infrequently. Then he asked, is that one word or two? <laughs> Nancy. Floyd Vivino should be your guest for uh, interviewing. Uh, you know, I've interviewed Uncle Floyd many times. Bill in Maryland. Uh, hey, good morning. Uh, I'd like to hear you interview Jordan Peterson. You know, a bunch of people actually emailed me that. It's a good one. And finally, Rick. Yeah, I'd love you to use your AI program and have an interview with Hal the Computer. That's a good one. Really I like that. All right, I'll be back tomorrow with Brian Kilmeade and the AC Report. Frank Morano, good day. In this fast-paced world, not everyone has 30 minutes to listen to an entire podcast. So we created the 77 WABC minicast. It's topical, it's informative and entertaining, and it's only 10 minutes. Download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. The 77 WABC minicast. The facts you need in only 10 New York minutes. This is New York's talk leader, the crown jewel of talk radio, WABC New York and 1071 WLIR Hampton Bays. The rooster for your morning. All the news you need to know. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. WABC News Time, 5 o'clock. Good morning. It's Wednesday, February 22nd. Your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center. Clouds this morning, rain this afternoon, high 43. Showers tonight and overnight, low 39. And then Thursday, mostly cloudy, high 52. If you're walking out the door with us right now, it's 34 and clear. Good morning, I'm Noam Layden. So happy you're here and so much to get to you. I have to tell you this very quick story, though, before I jump into the news. I'm parking my car this morning uh, in the parking garage here on the uh, east side. And uh, as I'm walking out of the garage, and it's, what, 2.57 in the morning, I hear the sound of someone running full force at me. I don't know if you can hear that, but it's like that. I hear this bang and this guy just, I hear the steps of someone running full force at me. And uh, this all, by the way, takes place in within 20 seconds, okay, this entire incident, but it was awfully frightening. So I hear somebody running full force at me. I turn around, this person stops, and they heave a gigantic orange traffic cone at me. And their aim is perfect. It hits me right in the head. And I'm like, whoa! And I didn't have time to panic, really, because then he turned around and he ran the other direction. And I, was, I wasn't going to go see what was going on with him. I did not follow him. But I was, I don't need caffeine this morning, man. I didn't need my coffee at that. And, and I, I have to say, I ran like a schoolgirl the two blocks all the way to the radio station after that. I'm fine. I mean, it hurt, but I'm fine. But boy, was that frightening. And 
this, I know this nonsense has happened on the streets every day, but I had not happened. I, I can't remember the last time I had an incident like that. You know, when you do these early hours, sometimes bizarre stuff like that happens to you. Um, uh, thankfully, I'm fine. I have a tiny little cut on the side of it. It looks like I cut myself shaving. That's what it looks like. Tiny little thing, but I think it was a homeless guy, but who knows? I didn't stay around to find out. WABC News Time. Let's get into the uh, headlines. The top five at five. Do you think that counts as one of the headlines? I don't know. Maybe, maybe it does. If you, uh, it may have been a tornado that whipped through uh, New Jersey yesterday. A bad news grandma collared in the Bronx. People in Plains, Georgia, talking about Jimmy Carter's last days. Russia backs away from a nuke deal with us. And it seems teenagers have no desire to get their driver's license anymore. WABC News Time 503. Okay, let's get right into it. Dozens of large trees on the ground uprooted, others snapped. This is central New Jersey, Lawrence Township, a couple other towns. Looks like a tornado whipped through around 4 o'clock yesterday. There's a tornado. Get away. Get in the other room. There's a tornado. There's a tornado. The wind started blowing at our sliding door over here, and then my wife and my one son were home with me, and then we just went into the bathroom, and then like 30 seconds later it was over yeah his car was crushed some of those downed trees collapsing on cars homes a uh, west windsor township official say less 10 houses there were damaged and then it got real dark and then things started it, 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 i'd never seen the wind blew like i did when we look out and we we see trees going back and forth and we get to the bathroom and then that's when we have to we start looking around and our whole like area is destroyed the roof is like off our building power out for some not a lot this morning uh, police say they believe it was a tornado just by the way it sort of whipped through some of these towns but the weather uh, officials have not given the final determination just yet a lot of lightning and thunder uh, but there were um, people that saw a funnel cloud uh, in the area right here so we do have uh, eyewitness accounts that there was a funnel cloud yeah, sure sounds like it's a tornado. We'll get for that final, final determination a little later this morning. WABC News Time 504, a seven-year-old girl found stabbed multiple times in the Bronx, and you won't believe who was the stabber. Let's check in live now with WABC's Alex Barnard. What is the scoop here, Alex? Well, good morning, Gnome. Yes, this is a really shocking story here. Police officers found the child on her bed in her grandmother's apartment on Clinton Avenue in the Morrisania section just after 8 a.m. yesterday. Authorities say she was stabbed in the back, neck, and stomach with a kitchen knife. Here's what one neighbor, Tina Aponte, had to say when speaking to ABC7. I'm a grandmother myself. I, I, I just, I, I don't even have words for it. Like, how is you going to harm your child's child? I mean, what words can be said? Now, police were notified by the girl's uncle who was inside the home and initially found her. Uh, another neighbor, Anna, Anna Martinez, told CBS2 News that a responding officer rushed the girl to the hospital in a police car. We've just seen the cop running out with the child. The child was full of blood. Yeah. You know, we didn't even know what was really going on and what was happening at the moment. And the girl was taken to Lincoln Hospital in critical condition. Thankfully, she underwent surgery successfully and is now listed in stable condition. And meanwhile, the person of interest in this uh, story, her grandmother. She is now in police custody. So what is the deal with the grandmother? Have they said, uh, is there mental health issues? What's going on? 
Detectives, yeah, detectives have been saying that this uh, 65-year-old woman has a history of mental health issues, and she was being treated at St. Barnabas Hospital uh, undergoing a psychiatric evaluation. Yeah, well, glad to hear that the little girl's going to be okay. WABC's Alex Barnard, thank you very much. Thank you. WABC News Time 507, traffic, transit, and weather together. We say good morning to Joe Nolan. Well, good morning again, everybody. Good morning, Noam. And as you begin to 